previously on The Mortal Path. Little bit of a pickle you're in. Yes, my reach might have exceeded my grasp. Just a little, but it's good to experiment. We can, of course, help get you out. They all looked like they were alive, people, but just frozen. And then this creature, this ghoulish creature that would lean over them and eat. That's really horrible. What did the monster look like? Human-ish. Taru, as you are making a note, not note, of the graveyard smash, one thing does stick in your mind, one part of the description, which is this ring with the green cracked gem, because that was the ring on Elden Zugai's finger that you saw at the Ice Tooth Ball that did have some form of kind of magic. There's a raid. There are patrol guards. Hide. I just need some fucking sleep. cap you've had a wild adventurous day in fact it feels like it's been so long it's really hard to remember what's actually happened in the span of this particular 24 hours hasn't helped by the fact that y'all taken many naps over the course of however many hours so what day is it could still be march we just don't know but this aracocra bursts into the cat and gets uh, lets out the the signal that there is a raid happening, and there is a sudden scuffling of tables. You see bits of paper suddenly being shoved in pockets. Coins are cleared off tables, uh, and this a couple of, of people actually go hurrying out this kind of like little side back door that's kind of for deliveries um, with various things tucked under their arms. Is Aracrocra a Wizards of the Coast trademark? Because I've never heard that before. Yeah, it is. They can't sue me. They posted me a gold medal, according to my mum. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's That's a bird right. person. It's a beeple. If someone posts yeah. you something, it's illegal for them to sue you. That's, That's it. That's how law. That's how the spam companies get away with it. It's yeah. very clever. Lawyers hate <laughs> this one trick. One weird trick. <laughs> That's a good that's a good law. Gary, what were you saying? I'm so sorry. Jara, um in your your crime basement, uh, do you have room to hide us? Or do, should we make a, a exit out the back? Uh, I mean it's uh sort of up to you, but I would get a, I'd get a move on, whichever one you want really. Uh go for it. Quick quick. Chop chop. I go into the basement, run upstairs, grab my stuff, run to the basement. All right. Nat chooses the basement. I am already passed out upstairs. I All wake right. Nerium up as I grab my stuff. Nope, you do not. Nerium tells you to fuck off. She is asleep. Is okay. Nerium wanted? Nope, not really. Okay. I'm, I'm not wanted either, am I? Oh, maybe I am. Well, oh. you're not sure. It's best to 
stay safe in the basement. <laughs> All right. So below the water level. Okay, so you and Nat go rushing down to the basement. You have been down there at least once, I think maybe twice, twice now. So right. you, yeah, so you do know the 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 way in. Um, you also know where the little secret key that Jara hides away uh, is because you're smart and you watch you watch them. So you unlock the door to the little secret crime box room and hide yourself inside. Now, one thing that you do both know as you go in is that uh, this room has a lead mm-hmm. uh, lining. So Ooh. it is uh, the best kind of lining you can have in games of this nature is the lead lining as opposed to the silver. Um, so as that door closes, and this is also important to tarot, well, not to tarot specifically, but you are encapsulated in a lead box, which means that no magic can get in and magic also can't get out but it can still happen in this room just can't move outside of the boundaries of it now can i just query the secrecy of where we are like is this a thing where the room itself is hidden like have we come in through a hidden entrance okay yes it's like behind a false wall so like there's a whole bunch of like barrels you're behind a false wall um so it's very unlikely that the guards would find this and to be honest, if the gods were going to find it, they've probably have found it in the past. It's exactly that feeling. It You get exactly that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so the floor is quite thick and also there's this extra bit of lining and also the way that the room has been built, it it, it wouldn't fit into like the geography of the cat anyway, so you wouldn't think to look for it. Various things. So it's very muffled, but you do hear the kind of sounds of like the cat upstairs go silent. And uh, none of you are there, so there's just like quiet as this scene above you plays out. Nerium, you are awoken because the the door to your bedroom for a second time bursts open and the presence there is not that of your dear friends. There are uh, two uh, guards from the upper circle, the upper the upper circle there. I apologise of... and explain that I am not taking clients at this time. <laughs> I've had a busy night. Okay, they give you a good look over. Um, one of them moves into the room and uh, they go... You can look, but you can't. <laughs> hey, now listen. Hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, the other one goes, we just need to check for fugitives and hideaways. Just stay where you are, ma'am. It won't take long. Can I ask you to wash your hands first, please? Because all of this needs to be sterile. <laughs> she holds her hands up and they are like in leather braces and gloves. Oh, God. I just... Yeah, fine. Do whatever. Basically, they open the cupboards, they pull back the curtains, they look out the window. Uh, one of them does check under the bed, um, but there's no one there. Yeah, so. well, they're welcome to have a look at it, but yeah. One of them pulls out this weird briefcase from under the bed, and she like looks <laughs> up at you, and she raises her eyebrows, and she goes, Yours? Um, yeah, it's a product sample with various sizes. I see. Uh, mind if we take a quick look inside? We are looking for a specific item. I can't remember what the lock is, but yeah, if you, if you can. Open it if you can. They give the lock, like, a little try. It's not like a big proper lock, um, but after a moment, they go, you don't have the key or the combination? I don't, unfortunately. When the um, Sarah comes back, I can tell him to come and know for you. Is he due back imminently? I don't know. I've seriously had a very long night. I have no issue cooperating with you, officer. I just, to the extent of my ability. Well, 
I do apologize on behalf of the town. And she takes like the hilt of a small knife and she just like cracks the little lock. Uh, they open the case. Now, what was inside the case again? Just the scythe, right? That was the only no, the thing. No, the scythe would... is not in the case. You've got the scythe. I got so the we scythe. We tried to put Rupert in the case. I tried to put the Rupert didn't... in the case. So maybe it's just a. <laughs> no, I keep the business card. I think this. I think the case is empty unless anyone else has put some shit in there. Well, I don't even know it was there. Nope. Yeah. No, I think it's just. I think it's just empty. Um. So they open it, and like she checks like some of the little pocket compartments. Where the fuck are my samples gone? She like looks oh. up at you and raises an eyebrow and she goes. If you have been a victim of theft or fraud, then please do report it to the nearest office as quickly as possible. We will give you an instant number and we will be back to look into this. Uh, until then, if you could make a note of any persons who have been in and out of your room, that would be helpful. <laughs> Honestly, in the last eight hours, I'd have a job remembering all their names, but yeah, sure. Um, thanks, thanks for your assistance. Well, I'm afraid our investigation may then come to uh, nothing. And the other one at that kind of snickers, and this other one like shoots her a look like, <laughs> don't you dare fucking laugh. Um, and then she closes the case again, she puts it back under the bed, takes one last little check under the bed and stands up. She pulls out this wanted poster. Um, it's been like kind of updated, so now the, the gnat has short hair. Uh, features a little bit better, actually. Um, one thing they have got this time is the spot of red. Uh, on oh. the lip, although it does look a bit more like it's kind of smeared lipstick. They, it doesn't mm. necessarily think that they've got like a, like a, a red dot. It's Mark. just like, yeah. Yeah, it's like red lipstick smeared. Something um, red. Yeah. Something red. Uh, but the hair color is right and the hair cut is right and the features are much better. Um, there's also now, there used to be a bit of like not sure if maybe human or half elvish or elvish. Now it's very definitive, like human, this height, um, this. And a, a much better description. She hands over to you. She goes, have you seen this woman recently? If I had, I'd given her a discount. Who is she? Very dangerous. A uh, very dangerous magic user. We also believe that she has uh, stolen a very precious heirloom uh, from the upper the upper circle. So. Well, she sounds like fun, but I'll let you know if I see her. Well, there's quite a reward on her head probably enough to uh put you out of this line of work forever if that is what you'd wish uh we uh, was originally uh 50 gold pieces it is now being bumped up to 100 gold pieces so keep that in mind wow um they put the poster down with you and they goes maybe you could show this to some of your friends yeah i'm not sure i want the competition i'll do it afterwards thanks all right, and they leave and you can hear some more now that you're awake and you're kind of listening the the tavern downstairs is like tense and quiet as uh you can hear there are multiple guards shuffling around but after about like five minutes the ones at least on the upstairs layer go back down i would only say that i don't know that i would be listening for five whole minutes i think i'd have passed back out by then cool you go back, <laughs> back to, to nappy naps great excellent uh, excellent I mean, the best the best alibi is complete and utter disinterest, you know? So, you know. <laughs> that is a trick that I learned. Uh, so The best defense the... is no defense. Yes. Exactly. Your secret Just... is safe with my indifference. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, as Nat and Taro are standing in this uh, this little room and you're, you're listening out, you hear some clattering, you hear some thumping, you then do hear what sounds to be probably two sets of footsteps definitely more than one person not a, a lot of people coming down the stairs um but you do also hear very muffled jarrah's voice um and you get the feeling that they have kind of you know they've dragged them down to kind of go through the basement 
Are you two doing anything? I am going to set up the Alice wheel. Oh. So basically, if if they open the door, mm-hmm. then I can I'm gonna hold Taro if he lets me. Aww. And click the button held. to go up <laughs> ten foot. Okay. Yep. It's presumably where they're not. You you have been in here often enough. You've got a keen mind. You've been round the cat. Yep. You know how to kind of basically bamf out into like the back of the stables. So like you can. All right, all right. Hey, you've got a keen mind. You've been round the cat. It sounds like okay. a double euphemism. It's a real adventure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good line. It's a good line. Raising. Oh yeah. Um. So you know that you can. Yeah. You can bamf out of here easily. There's no. <laughs> there will be no issue with that. Uh. So you're silent. You're waiting. You can hear muffled conversation. Uh. If you are like straining to listen you're gonna have to give me a role of some kind um but if you're not particularly trying then i'm that's, not gonna strain myself cool <laughs> you've been around the cat you know <laughs> i want that to be a phrase now Ooh, to have been around the cat. should we never should we, should we understand what it means or should we just keep saying it no we'll i think just we should just keep it. saying it it will grow <laughs> an organic meaning of its own yeah like mold so don't feel when um, you've been around the cat <laughs> So I just you, can't listening. sit comfortably. I've been around the cat for so okay, long. Okay, <laughs> all right. So there's this kind of muffled conversation. You can't really hear what's going on. You do hear some boxes and things being moved. You do hear a couple of the barrels near the door where you are being scraped and moved. Um, but from like the 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 pitch and the cadence of Jarrah's voice, you have a feeling that they're kind of going, you know, not this again. Come on, how many times have you checked my basement? You know, blah blah. blah. Um, and after. <laughs> Gary, please. Gary, <laughs> set me off. It's not my fault. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, gosh, gosh. It's been a while so, since we recorded. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> so, after a couple of minutes, you hear the sounds of footsteps receding. There's like a final bit of clattering at the um, above you, and then sort of normal buzz and chatter seems to pick back up. I'm going to wait for like five minutes more. Cool. And then? I'm going to say, Taro, what do you want to do next? With the with the Akakura barging in, uh, I didn't get to finish the <laughs> the conversation. What do I want to do next? What do I want to do next? Well, you see, yeah. Um, I was just going to do what you were going to do. What, go over to Estella and help out with uh, Neri's friend and see what's happening with Zugai? Yeah, I mean, I I did try doing my own thing earlier. You know, I was thought, you know, I'll do what I'd always do and do a, do a, a scheme. And, and and here's the thing. It wasn't very fun. <laughs> I sort of expected it to be fun. Uh-huh. And then it wasn't. And so now, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. So I'm just going to keep doing what we're doing now, which is sort of follow you around. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm fun to be around, Taro. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you are too, because <laughs> otherwise, I don't know. It'd be really boring, wouldn't it? <laughs> I've got to say, you make things very interesting too. 
Right, I, I think they've cleared out up there. Do you want to yeah, go back I, up? It's a bit... I don't know how they knew you, you were here. If that's what they were looking for. I th- I think they've got something in some of their helmets. Like, I think they've got some device that, like, picks up magic or something. Huh. Kind of like some sort of magical de- uh, detection and ranging. Like some sort of Madar. Madar? Yes. Impressive. Yeah. Is this a thing? Is this a thing you've seen before? Or are you just uh, no, speculating? I'm just, I'm just speculating. We should steal an officer's hat. Now, you wouldn't steal a policeman's <laughs> hat. <But> you wouldn't. <laughs> I hear you can pee in them if you really have to. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's a bridge too far. I'm going to need explaining to the Americans. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are not going to get that joke. Now no, you can tell you've been around the cat. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I believe uh, the rule is a pregnant um, womb haver um, can um, pee in a Bobby's hat. Uh, I don't know if it's just in London or if it's across the whole country. <laughs> just if <laughs> they, they feel to. like it. There are no toilets in London. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that might be why the Bobbies don't wear those hats anymore. <laughs> too many people paying them. <laughs> they got them. too full. <laughs> they got too full. Oh my god! I don't think they had to put them back on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they should. What a wonderful world <laughs> if they then did, though. <laughs> my god! <laughs> Incredible. Sorry, carry on, please. Okay. So I wish I were the... pregnant. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I might just leave that one in the show. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll just leave it in there for no just, reason. Just give that one to the listeners. There you go. There's a present. Happy ringtone. A freebie. So, yeah, a little freebie for you. So the the two of you, uh, I assume at some point let go of each other from where you were getting ready to maybe have to bamf out from the uh-huh. Alice wheel, which does just make that whole previous conversation all the more saccharine. Um, but you take the Alice wheel with you, obviously, and you head back up. There, um, There's activity again happening people are a bit more cautious you can you you can't see like the same amount of things and papers and so on people are just kind of like eating and drinking and and staying quiet what you do notice the the two of you kind of listening out is this the street has like a couple of different um pubs and and um inns on them you do also kind of get the sense that this is not a raid that's come to the cat directly it's like a band that are going from place to place and mm. that there there might well have been a reason they came here so quickly um, with with the hat. You can feel, um, you didn't feel it obviously inside the lead room because lead, um, but you can now kind of feel the very distant resonance of one of those hats, uh, those magic hats. Uh, very good. Love a magic hat. Second one on the show. The, the Maydars. Yeah, the Maydars. Uh, not, too, not too far away. You, you, yeah. Uh, so there's clearly at least somebody there. Let's go see if Nerium's all right. Yeah. Ner- oh, you wake Nerium. You're going to get stabbed at this point. Oh, actually, she did tell me to fuck off earlier. Let's just see if she's there <laughs> and then back away slowly. Yeah, let's just check she didn't get kidnapped. Thanks, my my keen mind has remembered that. <laughs> I don't think we have to give her a quiz or anything. <laughs> that is as keen as minds get. Excellent. Nerium's still there. She's sleeping. Nerium is very, very fast asleep. You do see the edge of the briefcase poking out of the bed in a way that it was not previously, and the lock is broken. Oh wait, is that, oh. Is that yours, Tara? Yeah. They, oh, they, oh. 
They broke the lock on it. I mean, I don't know how to lock it, but so I guess it doesn't matter as long as it still clasps. But it's a bit, it's a bit much, isn't it? ACAB tarot. Police brutality. This is okay. I don't, I don't think it is. I... It's my precious briefcase that I have. I found it outside. <laughs> Let's have some food. Okay. Actually, before we go, Taro, I know a while back, as in maybe a week or so ago, you could maybe like figure out what magic stuff was. Can can you do that? Can you use magic to figure out like what's going on with magic things? I am not super keen on using magic. Nah. Actually, there might be cops around with them made. Yeah. On. Let's uh, the, forget it. Forget it. I mean, that's not what I was thinking. I just had the, the, you know, it all got a bit goopy the last time there was a lot of magic going on. Okay. I've just got a healthy distrust. That makes sense. Yeah. I think it might be good if I have a mask. <laughs> yeah, it's very useful, it turns out. I, I can recommend it. All right, let, let's see what... Oh, let's see if Index is too nervous to cook. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fendex is normally pretty nervous, and he normally manages to cook anyway. So yeah, do, do police raids make him no- more nervous though? You're asleep. You don't get a comment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up, so- Miriam. No talking in your sleep. <laughs> so you head back downstairs, and uh, the rest of the evening passes vaguely unobtrusively. There is another kind of raid a bit later on but it's the exact same thing that happens the the same um bird person comes kind of like rushing by gives the signal everyone is like oh, for fuck's sake um and everything gets kind of disrupted again and push out you two head back down Nerium's still asleep um it seems to be a kind of a, a, sh- a quicker sweep this time um they kind of look in on Nerium, do the quick look in the cupboards under the bed don't really touch anything else um, and go back. You get the feeling that this is this is very high alert. That it's unusual to have very unusual to have two raids in one night. Mm. Um, everyone's kind of like grumbling a bit. Um, but from new patrons coming in, you get the you hear that other places are being raided equally. So that you don't think they know exactly where you are, but they th- they seem to be hitting in the general area of of the low lanes, probably because historically this is where you would find the Criminals. people who might be yeah. It's it's known for that, so they are they are checking oh, unsuccessfully. I heard that wrong, but but the caption saved me. I heard it as urinals, and I was like, <laughs> why pronounce I it like mean, that? Do you know what? Funnily enough, not that many. Generally, lots of street corners. Yeah, it's uh, it's the low well, lanes. Well, I thought that was the the thing. That was the illusion you were making towards mm. the low lanes. No, there's oh my god, there's etymology behind it being called the low lanes. I went in deep. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, we sorry. should go to a library or something, and then we can learn about the etymology. I should put it on Patreon. Yeah, <gasps> send me a content. Shit. Yeah, I should do that. Easy. I will. So, so, what are you doing? Like, what what are you doing? That you're savvy enough to get out of the way of the raids right now. Yep. You're not doing anything that means I'm going to ask you to roll anything and maybe fuck it up. So, what are you doing? I'm fucking sleeping. I got to get some stamina back. Okay, I mean, you're sleeping. Yeah, have some food. Let's get um, some grubs. Scram down. Going to bed? Yeah. Once you've done that. That sounds cool. reasonable. Yeah. Jara actually suggests that you two uh, should probably actually bed down in the criminal room. Yeah. Um, that would make sense. Yeah. They, 
they point out that there's probably going to be another one in like the early hours and they cannot be fucked trying to get y'all down there while people are bursting in um so they give you a couple of bedrolls it's not it's not a room built for people to sleep in it's it's cramped and uncomfortable and, and cold um but uh the night passes without you being disturbed get up in the morning and um it's a new day upstairs on her own for in a nice bed Nerium is a starfish by the end of the okay. night. She is. Fu- Excuse me. She is. No, she's really fucking tired. She hey. is just. She no sleeps swearing. incredibly well. Is what I'm saying. She sleeps okay. incredibly well. Right. Is beautifully rested. Mm-hmm. And regains a bunch because you had a good night rest on a comfy bed. You had food. Um. So that's at least six. What's the other parameter? So so you recover up to 12 after a full rest that includes a hot meal, sleep in a bed, uninterrupted. For each of these that aren't present, recover three less. Oh, it wasn't less. really uninterrupted. So no inter- uninterrupted, so that's only nine back, but you have... Oh, I am back up to 12. We might need to tweak that down to two for each one. Yeah. Wait, two for each as in you only recover Because like you wouldn't eight. normally get to zero stamina. Yeah. yeah. So you don't need to recover all 12. Yeah, yeah. okay. That will also have a couple of like knock-on things, so maybe we'll bump that down. Do we to want two. to tweak that down to two for each? Yeah. So Let's I would get two. six back. Yeah. Six back, which would put you at eleven. That will put me at eleven. That's fine. Which sounds to me actually pretty right, as just like how you would feel after waking up, even if you had had a good dinner. Oh, even on, yeah, after a really fucking shitty day. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. So we'll bump that down to two. Hey, rules on the fly. We're working it out. We did a big change, and we're still learning our own game now. So. But I got all my um, stats back. I think my original feeling was all your stats recovered one. So if you had a one and a two, the one would be clear and the two would go down to a one. But that isn't written down, so that might have just been a thing in my head. But I no, think we I don't do that think that's what happens. I think I've got all my stats uh, back. Otherwise, think... it is too fucking complicated. Well, but I think we do that with Taro, remember? Because Taro went from being massively yes, befuddled to better than Taro. Well, yeah. hey. Well, hey. That's all fair. Right. This is slightly pinched from Blades in the Dark. Better at sleeping. We... <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> what we'll do then is we've done one where Taro was befuddled um, and moved out, and this one where Kitty recovers, and then after this, we'll decide which one to go with, because okay. then we'll okay, have done cool. it both ways. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I know you do. It's compromise. Um, it's morning. Three of you are awake. You are as rested as you, you can be. What are you doing today? What is on your agenda? Uh, Neri? Oh, you're looking very well rested. Thank you. My God. Where did you guys go last night? Because I woke up and... Oh, actually, that was probably sensible. Do you know there was a raid? Two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm, I'll start you the second one. Three. Three. Yeah, now the posters they've got of you is getting a little bit more accurate. Would you be able to get me like a a scarf and a, a cowl and a mask like Taro has, which covers the eyes? A mask. Yeah, probably. I mean, in terms of like scarves and robes and things, you can just go through the box of silks upstairs. Are they clean? Yes. Okay. That kind of thing is incredibly important, you know. So I, I, yes, I don't have much experience clean. of places like this. No, sweetheart, if, you don't. Actually, I have no experience of places like this. No, I, I worked that out. Um, well, come on, come, come with me upstairs after we've eaten our breakfast and we'll sort something out. Actually, speaking of Peleth's things, 
I'd like to go and visit her again if nobody else has got plans. That's a good idea, though I think I might skip out on that. Because of... That also might be a good idea. Yeah. I can come with you, Miriam. That'd be lovely. Yeah, go on. Uh, I might I might go for a hike out of town and maybe test out some things where it's not going to bring a whole load of cops down on me. Ooh, good idea. Hey, you could bring back some more rum sailables. Oh, what should I get? What's Hafez found easiest to shift? He's He shifted two swords, but I think he said he didn't want any more for the moment. How about some books? Uh, Small, easily concealed. I gave him one book. I was going to read... You know what? While while you're out and I'm doing that, I'll, I'll read the book in between testing out things so I can give him that book. Oh, also, I've got all this and I pull out Delinda's package of uh, letters. And I say, if you get a chance, I want you to read them because then you'll have them in your head for the next month. Yeah, I should read these And then first. we can give yeah. them to Jara. And Jara can give them back, and she probably wants them on account of them being the last, you know, mementos of her dead sister, which is probably quite upsetting. Yeah, I'll, I'll read those first before the book about the history of Hopewell. Um, yeah, it might be more immediately relevant. <laughs> I will I will pack a bag, taking some food from Findex, um, yeah. the book, just in case I have time, uh, the letters and things from Delinda, and my magical ship, and hike out to the caves. I will find, before you go, some uh, nice, uh, Ooh, yes. I think, it, shades of, shade, probably shades of green. Pellet used to wear a lot of green. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not, it's not, it's, it's a little sallow for, you, for Nat's complexion, but it's fine. She makes it work. She's very pretty. You will still have to give me a roll to get safely out of the city, because as you do kind of step out, even in your disguise, there is a very heavy presence of guards at the gates in and out of Hopewell. You get the feeling that things are being looked at. There's actually a line, um, as you're working out what to roll, there's a line of carts of cargo being checked, travelers in and out. Um, You even hear as you're passing rumors that the the queues are just as bad for the nobles as well. It seems that they are now checking the nobles gates as well to make sure that there are no exits going there. But you are you 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 have enough time to come up with a little plan and to work out what you're going to do. You don't think it's going to be very difficult, but depending on what you do, we'll (laughs) sort of what you find out. Yeah. What are you going to do? How are you getting out? Why don't you do a bit of Narian Tarot and I will tell you. What do you mean? Just come in here, record it? I don't fucking know. I don't work in re- Oh, fuck's sake. Alright, this better be a fucking good sandwich. Hello, I'm Barry, and I'm here to tell you about the mortal path, which I believe you're listening to, so it seems a bit odd. Firstly, thank you very much for listening. It's greatly appreciated by the fucks who make it. Secondly, if you uh, want to support the show, please... Tweet, tumble, or tell a friend. Or do a fucking review, apparently. Because everyone reads those. Thank you to uh, Rachel Graff. Rachel Graff, with two Fs, for the the theme tune. If you want to support us in some way, please consider visiting 
secretcatchup.co.uk. What do you mean I've got to say the? It's implied by my tonality. Fuck's sake. Alright, the secretcatchup.co.uk. They've recently added book adventure called The Wretched. It's a solo journaling RPG played with a deck of cards and a tumbling block tower. That sounds like a bit of fun for you fucking nerds. If you decide to make a purchase of some of this geeky bullshit, please use code THE Mortal Path 10, all one word, for 10% off. Alternatively, if you want to support show directly, take a look at the Patreon. Pretty much all content gets released for free, so you should just follow it anyway. And uh, anything else goes into payback hosting costs and equipment, so... Take a fucking look. Some of it's apparently decent. Alright, am I done now? Can I get my sandwich? Baby, bring it a fucking sandwich, alright? Okay, one last thing. To anybody I'm connected to via this psychic hyper siphon, please have a nice day. Alright? That good enough? Alright, okay, fuck off. Oh, enjoy the episode. Tara, you head to the uh, jail. You have been through the process before, so you know to take a um, a thing that you leave with them as part of like collateral to. And I pick have up my again. beautiful pink pearl necklace. Oh, I need a thing. Give him Rupert. See what happens. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him Rupert. Let's let's do that. Why not? Okay. All right. You lay down the knife. As like the the guard, um, as he picks up the knife, there's this weird, like blank look on his face for a second and then suddenly he kind of like jolts and he's like ah and there's a cut on his palm despite the fact that he was nowhere near the blade and he goes oh. and he goes sharp uh all right keep a hold of this fucking dangerous weapon you got there mate yeah it's good it's expensive yeah. jesus ow um and he looks a bit dazed he kind of looks like shaken you know in a kind God of fundamental damn. way God damn that cat <laughs> yeah, and actually, as you turn to walk away, no, he's away, around the cat. Well, now, hey, hey, <laughs> as you turn to walk away, there's a, a different guard that leads you down towards the the cells. You've seen him put the knife in the box and put the lid on the box and put the box back under the or in the drawer, or whatever, wherever they're keeping these things. There's a sudden little weight at your side under your oh. cloak, ah. um, and you know instinctively that Rupert okay. is back. But as Rupert kind of like comes back and knocks against your thigh. You uh, suddenly have this like burst of memories, oh. and they are not yours. They're of the guards uh-huh. who is behind you, and they are scattered over maybe the last kind of couple of years, bits and pieces, like half a birthday party, definitely some kind of like vaguely illicit uh, happening in some kind of like dark corner of a tavern that you don't have enough of to really know what's happening there, but like something like oh, hold on. Ooh, felt guilty about that one, whatever it was. Um, it's just a, a random scattering of memories. You probably have, like, in total, a day's worth of bits plucked over the last couple of years. Just kind of slam into your head. Oh, great. Good. To... More for the for the, for the the pile. You are right there? Yeah, I'll explain later. Mm, will you, though? Mm, I don't trust... It's, this knife is, is a bit of a... It's not great. Not a great knife. 
I think it can sort of steal memories a bit now, which is concerning. The one that you gave back there? Yeah, which appears to now be uh, down here. Check it out. They're not going to let you out. Are they going to let you out if you've not got well, collateral to give back? I mean, if they've lost my knife, there'll be hell to pay. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah, okay, that's how we pull it. That's how we do it. Yeah. Fancy knife, that. Yeah, it was it a good knife. It eats people's memories. Well, I don't know if it eats them, because I've got them now. Maybe you're just really memory absorbent, though, Taro, because yeah. you've got all kinds of stuff going on with that. I mean, it could be. There's a whole... I don't really want to get into it. It's a bit of a mess. Like a little purple sponge. But this knife proves to be dangerous in many more ways every day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Flipping solidarity, because that violet drop is having some interesting side effects. So I, I, we've all got troubles. I eh? should probably be nicer to Rupert. <sighs> yeah. Sharpen him and things. How, what, how does that work? I think he's sharp enough. Right. Like, I don't know. No, me neither. What are cat people like? He's a cat person and a knife. Yeah. I'm not sure I've really followed this all the way through. So he's a cat person and a knife, and he eats memories and it teleports. Yeah. It sounds like he might actually be more powerful than the rest of us, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> You're probably right. <laughs> Which I guess it's nice that... He has decided to join us on our adventure. And that's yeah, how keep... I'm going to think about it, and in no other way. I think you're right. It's good that we've got him on side. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we'll work with that. Yeah. As you are walking down the, the stairs, down to the layer that uh, Peleth is kept on, Terry really hungry. Like, Ooh. in just like a kind of existentially deep way like you like you were making dinner and then you had an appointment you forgot about and you had to stop making the dinner that's exactly and that. leave it and on the side what? there's also a tad of annoyance to it like and why didn't i remember that i had this appointment before i made dinner it's it, it you feel a little bit irritable there's a little bit of irritability could, could with said. that yeah with that hunger there yeah it's a relatable feeling um that 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 feel when <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but you, you head down and the guard kind of who has uh, been keeping you. I mean, you've been whispering. I'm not going to penalize you for speaking out loud because that's not how we play this game. Uh, the guard leads you down to where Pelleth's cell is and she kind of like jumps to her feet and she beams when she sees you, uh, Nerium, and she looks equally happy to see you, Taro, if like a little bit more bemused at like, oh, you're back. And she goes, Nerium, oh, I've been waiting to see you again. It's been... Uh, um. Uh, oh gosh, it's hard yeah. to keep yeah, track of time. Yeah, how long has it been, Bella? Because I don't fucking know. <laughs> Weren't we here like two days ago? Or have I lost I, track again? It was longer than that. I don't know. I have lost track. It's probably less than a week. Something like that. It doesn't matter. How have you In been? In this universe where nobody has watches, it's really hard to keep track of time. I don't even have sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Neither of them. Uh, I hear there's no. a good thing you can do where you like scratch notches in the wall every time they come and bring you food. Well, for a bit, I also uh, was tying like little knots in my hair, but it was so hard to brush out after a while. I just oh, don't do that to your hair; it's beautiful. Yeah, well, it was just to keep track of time, but yeah, I took them all out. It gave me some amazing waves and curls, though. Anyway, how's it going? Have you uh, you've spoken to um, Philomira, right? Yeah. Oh. Uh oh, I know that face. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not. It's not the best news. 
Um, okay, well, hold on, hold on. Well, before, before you tell me that, you spoke to Avalia, right? I mean, he's gonna testify. Mm. Definitely spoke to Avalia. And he's gonna um, testify again and, and say that he was not Pe- telling the... Peleth, uh-huh. with all the love I have for you, Avalia, do you really think he was ever gonna testify? Well, I thought if anyone could persuade him to, it might have been you. Hmm. I gave it my best shot. <laughs> And then I gave him my best shot, if you see what I mean. She raises her eyebrows. She's like, I thought you really weren't into him like that. He's really... Well... Mm. Mm. You had a stab at it. I had a stab at it, yeah. (laughs) He did Um, talk his guts out. (laughs) Well, he spilled his guts eventually. Um, Oh, my. The thing is, Peleth, I know that it was him that set you up. So if he had testified, he'd be testifying against himself. And the circumstances in which I discovered that, it transpired that his sister uh, was also, Avriel was also involved in setting you up to look like you'd done this murder. And um, in the course of discovering this about the both of them, they died. (laughs) (gasps) It was very unfortunate. How? What happened? Oh, well, tell me it wasn't a, oh, oh gosh, a heart attack or a or misery <laughs> at their actions or... It was neither of those things. Oh, no. Um, it wasn't really bad indigestion, was it? That got my uncle. That was terrible. That got your bad in- it indigestion? It was a sort of pain in the guts. <laughs> of a oh, sort. the smell lingered for months. You couldn't get it out of anything. The upholstery, the cats... It was terrible. Well, I've got quite a good trick for that now, actually. Um, yeah, yeah, it's quite handy. Um, I find if the cat smells, you've got to go around the cat. <laughs> Pelleth Pelle and Nerium giggle quietly yeah, when Taris says round the cat. There's a little... Um, <laughs> well, listen, for all the pain and suffering that he's put me through, at least tell me it was peaceful. <laughs> it was quick. Uh, I mean, I, I'll take that. Okay. Yeah, very quick. I think hers was. I don't really remember. Um, the trouble is, Lady Belver didn't die on that occasion. What? Do you remember Gertie Button? Oh, Gertie. Yeah, she was lovely. Yeah. Oh, um, she's not she... dead too, is she? Oh, very. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, burned and everything. It was, <gasps> that was the body. It wasn't Lady Belver. It Wait, was Gertie. She was having an affair with Lady Belva too? <laughs> okay, Pelle. I know you don't get much gossip down here, but I am going to need you to concentrate. I'm sorry, I'm listening, I promise. Okay, what we have found out is that it's not Lady Belva who died. It's probably Lady Belva who set this all up to make it look like she had been killed and to frame you. Or someone, anyway, and she clearly didn't mind that it was going to be you. Um, Avril and Avalir are the ones who arranged that. Um, possibly relatedly, uh, she she definitely wasn't a very nice person because it appears that she also murdered her own son. In Sindarian? Yeah, yeah, he is meant to be in Sindarian. He definitely isn't because he's very dead. Uh, it might be her that's in Sindarian. So we have kind of found out what happened, and that, from one point of view, is good. But from the other point of view, we haven't found it out in a way that enables us to actually 
present those facts to a court of law and get you out. Well, that sure is a pickle. It is. What I was wondering, Pell, isn't it time to move on from Hopewell, maybe? Go somewhere else? I mean, sure, but I thought I'd have another couple of hundred years at least. Yeah, but you know what? This place is not really your style. Well, I know, but there are so many conflicting stories about what happens afterwards, and I still don't really know who I should have pledged my allegiance to, and it's a bit late now, That's I feel. Not, not really what I meant. Um, oh. I, what I was suggesting is we're, we're going to probably go to Sindarian or Sterler and we could break you out of jail. Oh, and I, it's not that conflicting. I can just tell you what happens. Oh, yeah, actually, that's true. Tara knows. You just sort of walk off into the middle distance. <laughs> it's very... And if you're really unlucky... It's not great, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Some dickhead has a confusing conversation with you just before you walk away. Oh, so there's no, like, um, dresses and, uh, you know, salons and... We don't have any evidence for any bright lights or choirs of angels, no. Oh, no pancakes? Any pancakes, Taro? I didn't see any pancakes. Oh, gosh, it's all bad news today. Um, I I'm mean, sorry. I mean, I guess, but I sort of thought that maybe, uh, I mean, it's silly, but I kind of thought maybe, you know, Philomira and I would maybe have a little bit more of a, of a future, you know? I thought once I was out of here, maybe... Well, you would think that. I mean, I did take all of this information to her and talk to her, and she just got really snitty at me about the fact that, you know, it was only truth spells aren't admissible evidence or whatever. Oh, she's very She wanted particular. it all done by the book. No, she, yes. yeah, she really, she's, she likes her, her chickens and her eggs in order, you know? I mean, you have to really know her, her rules and how she wants to do things, which is fine because it makes it easier for me. I don't have to think or worry about stuff. You just got to follow the directions. It's perfect. But, uh, but I can imagine imagine that actually you probably would have gone against her grain a little bit well mm, some of my colleagues um we 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 we're, we're not really yeah we our work styles didn't mesh yeah actually i in hindsight i can kind of see that she's uh, it's all about client connection you know yeah um well gosh i mean if the choice between uh is uh I mean, breaking out, she kind of like whispers it because there is a guard like at the end of the corridor who's not really oh, yeah. listening. Oh, yeah. Um, but, or, I mean, an ever after with not even a pancake. I mean, I guess I'm going to choose the first one, but is it going to hurt? Or, you know, no one's going to get hurt in the process, right? Oh, no. No. Okay, you promise? Yeah. Okay, don't make a promise that you can't keep. Just. I don't want to make a promise that I can't keep, but I'm really sure that we can definitely do it without hurting anybody. Okay, you're really gonna tr- you're really gonna try. That's what counts. Do my best. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's worked so well so far. I mean, I guess because I mean, I don't know if Melvin's ever coming back, and I mean, I'm sure I was, uh, you know, brought in a bit of coin to the cat, but I mean. Clearly, Jarrah, they're doing fine without me, or at least it's still open from what I hear, and really, what can you ask for? And, I mean, Florence isn't going to do anything, so... No. I guess, I mean, the only person I had left I was hoping on was you, and if you're going, I'd rather go somewhere with you than... Well, I mean... I say I'd rather go somewhere with you than die, but that makes it sound like those are... <laughs> I understand what you mean, Pella. No, it's I mean. fine. I get you. you know what I, I do. Mean. I get you. But that does seem to be the choice you're presented with. 
it does seem to be the choice I am presented with. So in this case, I will choose to live. I do, I do, I do totally understand because actually you and I are in not wholly dissimilar positions. I don't have Melvin. I Everything's changed since I got here. And, and I, one thing I really want to do is I really want to know that I made things better for you. And that's kind of my only option left. I've tried, you know, tried nothing and I'm all out of ideas. Um, no, I have tried things, but they didn't work out the way I wanted them to. Yeah, well, I mean, it's hard to do a really big, important job if it's the first time you've ever tried it. You don't... Yes! It's hard. You know, the next person really you... Was. The next friend you have who gets jailed for murder and it's not them, you'll do great! Bring, bring. Bring, bring. Mary? Oh, hang on. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just... I'm getting a message through. Yeah? Hi. I'm not sure if I... I think we might have talked about this. What we could do, since Pella doesn't have a execution date set yet, I think, is yeah? we could see if we can find Lady Belva in Sindarian, bring her back to Hopewell, and show her to the court and be like, you can't execute Pella because, for the crime of killing Belva, because that's... <gasps> Like, like, isn't that double jeopardy or something? Isn't there, like, you can't be tried for the same... Th- I oh, can't I've read anyway. a book about that. Nah, I love it. I love that. Taro, we can do that, right? Yeah, I mean, we'd have to kidnap someone who's probably... Has orchestrated possibly several murders? Yes, probably quite big and scary in Sindarian. But, like, nah... Nat knows Sindarian. Nat's done crimes before. We've got practice now. Yeah, it's in our <laughs> wheelhouse. Much more than like yeah. doing a legal argument or convincing people to... It's easier yeah. to put somebody in a bag than it is to get them to talk their way out of a bag. Absolutely. I really don't think that Everly was ever going to... Uh, okay, I- I've got to go. The connection's breaking up and I need to set a fire. Goodbye. What? Okay. What? Oh, was I that think... about fire? I think, I think she was going in a tunnel. I hope um, so. Well, I hope she wasn't making a fire in a tunnel. You gotta watch out for carbon dioxide. <laughs> ah, she's all right. She can do that magic mold earth thing. She can. She just dexes her way out of every trap after setting them off. Oh yeah, the classic. <laughs> yeah. Wow, the both of you really like zoned out for a minute there. Are you like? Are you? Don't like, worry about it. It's best not to. Wow, you like? You're like in tune. You're like feeling it. That's incredible. Yeah, we're just like best buds. <laughs> I love yeah. that. That's just so lovely to see. It is. It's a very special connection that we share. She raises an eyebrow at that and she goes, oh, well, well. No, not like that that at all. Oh, really not. Just a whole different thing to explore. (laughs) You should stop jumping to conclusions, I think. Just be careful how you think. Ah, come on. She's Peleth. It's not jumping. Um, (laughs) 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 She gives a laugh like that. A real, a real... That okay, a suggestion has been made, Pell. <laughs> and I would I think it's a good one. I wanted to come and tell you the situation that we're in. I don't necessarily need to like, you know, we don't have to act on any decisions immediately. Like I said, it's very possible that Lady Belva is still out there. If we could find her, now she definitely could testify to the fact that you didn't kill her. Well, yeah, cuz she ain't dead. Also, you said, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the best evidence you could have. So you're all right here in the interim if that was what happened? Um, I mean, how many, how long are we talking for you to... Quick as we can. But to be honest, although it often feels like it takes us a long time, 
we actually generally complete tasks within a remarkably short period of time. I mean, time is an unknowable construct. God, it's, yeah, it's not real, is it? Um, it'll be probably inside a month. Okay, I mean, I, I think, I, I think that's fine. And I will make sure that Jarrah is posted, it posts us if um, they find out that any kind of date has been set. And obviously then we go back to plan A. Got it. Okay. I mean, sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel a bit better for that, actually, if you're okay with that. Pearl, I'm sorry we couldn't do it properly. You know, I don't think, I don't think that you didn't do it properly. I think you just didn't do it Philomera's way. Yeah. Or the court's way, more to the point. Yeah, but I mean, they didn't do it properly when it came to me either. So, you know, fair is fair. No, that's very true. You know, systemic corruption and, and all that. Right, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, gosh, good luck catching her. Yeah, that's what we'll do. That is what we will do. That, that is the thing, what we will do. Okay. And we will see it done. Okay. Right, right. Yes, yes. Okay. I love you, Pella. Oh, I love you too. I've missed you so much. Yeah, me and all. But I will see you again soon. Okay. In happier circumstances. Definitely. Yeah, and that is a promise. Good. I will hold you to that one. Yeah, okay. All right. See you later. Bye, bye Pella. Bye. I hope to see bye. you two in happier circumstances. Yeah, me too. She gives you like a wave as you head out. You're right there, Taro. What about it? Are you, uh, Rupert's not fucking you up again, is Not he? right now. Okay, cool. The two of you have been having this conversation with Peleth. Nat? I have gone to a gate. Okay. I have observed the gate and the guards. Right. And I have concocted a plan. Incredible. Is there some hay around? Yes. Cool, good. I'm going to find some, like, nearby hay. Mm-hmm. I am going to take out an item from my inventory. Oh, we have those now? Oh. I'm going to take out some good kush. <laughs> okay. I'm going yeah. to put the good kush in the hay. Right. Like, fairly uh, quietly, subtly. Okay. I am then going to go... So, I'm imagining there's a gate, and then a bit, like, maybe down the road a bit, there's um, some hay, and I'm going to go to, like, the other side of the road, like, from mm-hmm. opposite there, and I'm going to try and thaumaturgy... Uh, a bit of flame mm-hmm. to set that uh, alight. Use some magic to set it on fire and maybe some bangs and things. And I'm going to try and slip past the guards. Okay. So, I think slipping in some of the good cushion to the hay, no problem. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's an issue for you. Setting it alight from a relatively short distance, also not a problem for you. The slipping past the guards, mm-hmm. I think, is the bit we need the roll on. Yep. The other two are totally within your wheelhouse. So what are you rolling? I think this is a nimble. I think it's a nimble. That makes sense to me. I have. I am. I am down on my sheet as good at stealthy shit. Yeah. So I that think track. that is mm-hmm. a plus three overall. Yep, I would agree with that. That's your normal plus two, and then an mm-hmm. extra plus one because this is a thing that you are very good at doing. Uh, no, is that correct? It's a one for nimble and two for being good at something. One for nimble, two for being good. Got it. Other way around. Trying to phrase things correctly this Ooh, time. 14. 14. 14. Oh, you just scrape into that success. Oof. So Oof. you slip that good cush into the, the little hay bales. It's kind of like half a bale that's fallen off a cart at uh-huh. some point that hasn't yet been cleared up. Mustering a bit at like the corners. Doesn't look like anyone's going to clean it up. You are still in the low lanes, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. One of these gates. So it's it's a bit more kind of um, crowded, downtrodden, both easier 
to slip out of and also a bit you know a bit more of a of a crowding type thing which is in your case easier because you take a few steps back under the guise of your cloak and your kind of added scarves you set it alight you wait a few seconds because um with any type of like dampish hay it (laughs) starts to smolder and you have to pump like a little bit more magic into it but it does start to catch light and this kind of very distinctive burning smell starts up smoke starts to rise from it and people around about start to panic because there are quite a few kind of you know wooden abodes and buildings Mm -hmm. round about and the guards who have been checking bits of cargo and people are all distracted enough momentarily that you manage to kind of swerve your way around this kind of uh, group of a couple of drow who are having their contents of their bags checked you kind of like duck slightly around and between them and you slip out before anyone notices and you are out on the uh, green fields outside of Hopewell and I guess you fucking book it I I will walk normally I will not just run off that would raise a lot of suspicion I'll just Fair enough. walk yeah. normally away. I maybe right. um, walk in front of if there's like a cart that's gone through. Yeah. I'll like walk around so I'm just like next to it so I'm kind of hidden from view a bit and then yeah. once I get into the hills, veer off. Yeah, very cool. And what are you doing once you get into the... You veered off into the hills, you're heading back to the cave? Yes. What am I going to practice? I'm going to practice stuff with the necklace. The amulet. Okay. All right. Um... Oh, cool. That's what I'm going to do. I don't know how you want to play this, because I'm basically thinking I'm just going to very slowly and like easily start testing out what it can do with various things and slowly build up. And I'll use a bunch of stamina. I'll have a bit of a eat. I'll read these uh, letters. Yeah, so I, I think rather than going through the whole uh, rolling rigmarole here, I will I will allow you to take a good chunk of your stamina mm-hmm. um, to sort of get that practice so you can pay for this via your stamina. How much do you think this is going to cost you and what, what are you gaining from it? So I think from the last couple of times I've tried to use the amulet, I'm probably currently bad at it or at okay. least not able to control it well enough to uh, yeah. things. So I want to shift it to... Uh, being okay using the amulet. Okay. And I think I'm going to pay about nine stamina. Ooh, okay. But I'm going to have Findex's food and maybe mm-hmm. a bit of a rest. So that'll recover, I don't know, a little bit, maybe another a couple stamina. Yeah. So I'm thinking like a net six, seven stamina. A net six sounds good to yeah. me. It's also going to take you most of the day, I think. Yes. Right by the time that you get to reading Delinda's notes, I think it's going to be probably like four or four in the afternoon. I think you probably got out here at about ten, and so it's four or five o'clock in, in the afternoon. But you are now okay at using the necklace. Yes, however, I will be absolutely mentally worn out, both between that okay. and the reading. So my books is going to go down from two to zero, and I think um, I'm exhausted from it. So I'm going to take maybe swole down. <laughs> to zero as well all right all right cool so you've done your practicing you have a much better grasp on how to channel magic through the necklace how to use it how to call on different elements of it to get it to do what you want it to do rather than putting in a vague hope and a dream and having something come you pop out the other end um you settle down for a bit of light reading of this journal and these notes are you looking for anything in particular or are you just starting to read at the moment just making sure i can commit everything to memory so that if nary is like so i think about this i can brain palace mm-hmm. and be like oh, yes there was 
Yeah. Well, as you're reading through it, it is relatively easy to to commit to memory. Um, Delinda's handwriting is is perfectly easy to read, and as is um, Santora's when you get to the letters that she has sent back. Um, one bit that does kind of strike you as you're kind of maybe a, a third of the way through these letters, because it's a mix of personal letters, diaries, and then clippings of various bits of newspapers from, from Sterla mostly, um, some kind of written out extracts from books and so on. It's clear that Delinda has done a fair bit of research and and not bad research either things do kind of correlate back to each other there are citations there are notes there are further books to look into type things it's it's relatively well done um a couple of conclusions drawn that you're not entirely sure you followed how she got to that one um but one thing does strike you and it is a report from a newspaper in Stella from about maybe like 18 19 years ago um, and it is detailing a very sudden and mysterious illness that that took over the king of Berland and the king of Berland who you have you know what I think I probably will have seen the king of Berland at some point yes yes I think that's I think that's very fair to say you remember that the king of Berland was a um, a very uh, broad tall, uh, human man that he was kind of um, I'm I kind of I, in my head he's always been kind of vaguely like midlife Henry the Eighth kind of build and and stature that kind of is is what I had in mind for him um, but there is this report that he was out uh, riding and hunting one day and suddenly became incredibly weak and sort of sallow and almost seemed to kind of uh, shrink into himself. It was very peculiar um, that he was taken back to his palace and he was seen to by a doctor that had been brought in by Elden Zugai. <gasps> and Elden Zugai is noted as the, the king's uh, most trusted advisor, one of his best friends, right-hand man. And you do remember a little bit of this from... Um, what Taro had kind of mentioned the conversation that he had had where he, Taro had tried to offer Elden Zugai power and he had said that I have the hand of the king like I don't need power I, like I'm already there um, and that while the king had recovered from this illness after taking a trip to uh, Elden Zugai's practically palatial home in Sterla he had always he was a bit odd from, from then on, he didn't make public appearances as much anymore. And when he did, rather than the big kind of speeches and events, they were they were short. And mostly either in the very early morning, in kind of like the dawn, or kind of in twilight. And that he was not seen out riding and hunting uh, in the day. He would sometimes be seen walking the grounds when it was very cloudy or very rainy. And as you kind of flip this piece of paper over, there is a uh, extract from what looks to be a very kind of old manuscript type thing. It doesn't look like it was a published book. And there are a couple of lines on it describing uh, creatures that are turned into these kind of ghoulish, blood-drinking, daylight-averging, mm -hmm. daylight-avoiding creatures. 